Thank you for listening to this episode of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate our rating and review. And you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter at CourtsideIND. Welcome to Courtside Indiana Podcast. I'm Jim Reamer. Joined with just it's just one of it's just two of us tonight. Dominique, right? Dual cast, yep. Du- dual cast. Zach is. We don't know what Zach's doing tonight, do we? Uh, might have been he, home late from soccer or something. I don't know. Could, I have no clue. could be. Could be. Kyler's traveling. Not sure what he's what, what kind of traveling he's doing. We uh, we didn't have too much. Too complicated of a of a show plan, so thought the two of us could handle it. Just two people podcast is kind of like the good old days around here. Zach and I were holding up the fort, having some good talks. It made for shorter podcasts. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Zach's be on board for that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, especially <laughs> when we when we go later of an evening. We're recording this Sunday night. It's about nine thirty, nine forty five actually. Uh, we we do got to we should recruit we should update some recruiting though right it's about we've we've kind of overlooked it here during the state tournament so yeah. at the very least we're going to get caught up on some commits and maybe a couple of the offers um I should send you a screenshot and just see what interests you yeah send that over all right I'll do that right now but as as I'm reading off the commits. I think this is where we left off. Um, I'm pretty sure this is where we left off, but we'll 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 see. Here, so here are the commits, Dominic. I'm going to text it to you instead Ooh. of instead of putting it on our Slack. Here are the commits: Josh Williams, senior guard from Connorsville, coming into Oakland City. And and if we if we had covered some of these, it's bear with us. It's been a month. Chase Batchelor, a senior guard from Prairie Heights. I know we had referenced this one a couple of times because um, Isaiah um, Malone. Malone. There we go. I was yeah. looking for. Also committed to St. Francis. Chase Batchelor committed to St. Francis. Dylan Watson, 6'9", center, senior center from Castle, committed to Franklin. Franklin also got a commit from a local, Dylan Beverly, uh, senior forward, very versatile forward. Uh, from Franklin High School, so Franklin College got a couple of you know good sized kid, Tyler Myers from Evansville Day School. I know we had referenced this. Um, committed to Evansville uh, as a as a walk on, a preferred walk on, and then Josh Katate. Um, he committed to Air Force. Pretty sure he's going through their prep school program. Um, which would give him an extra year, an extra year to figure out if he wants to be in the military for life. So um, on that note, uh, Jake Heidebreeder transferred out of, out of Air Force and over went down to Clemson. So that's, that, that, I think that can be an episode. Maybe next week we start dealing with uh, um 
transfer portal for Indiana kids. Right. That might be a decent one. Definitely the one offer that stands out was the Sabian Kane offer from Arizona State. I think that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, at least for most outs, you know, for most of us. I don't know what his what the recruiting situation was like or when Arizona State at last had a chance to see him or what the connection was there. It's not like Arizona State recruits Indiana on the regular. But you know, I think without question we felt he was a division one prospect, right? Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. I I didn't know we were gonna jump right into the Pac twelve like that. Usually it's the yeah. IUPUI and those type of offers that come and then some of the bigger ones down the road. But yeah, that was kind of surprising getting that Arizona state offer. Okay. So now if I'm telling you though, I love his physicality. I like his length, um, his athleticism. I mean, I think he's, he's definitely a good athlete. I don't know where it is just yet compared to, you know, I, I don't know what I would compare him to. Like, you think of some of the guards that have gone high major. I mean, kids, we, we you know, we view Logan Imes as a kid who doesn't necessarily rely on his athleticism. We view Braden Smith as a kid who doesn't necessarily rely on his athleticism. Um, I'm trying to go back and think of, you know, I, I coached a kid, Jordan Geist, from Penn slash Homestead, who – while a good athlete didn't rely on his athleticism, you know, on, on the court, he went to Missouri. I'm naming, I'm naming all high major guys. Um, if Sabian Kane can handle it physically, I think he can handle the physical aspect of it. And then I'm telling you that during a couple of games I saw during the school year, as well as what we saw in the fall, i.e. the fall league, he was shooting over people. He was hitting contested shots, not heavily contested shots, and not necessarily contested shots by D1, you know, by D1 defenders, but he's hitting contested shots, meaning his vision is not completely clean. Does that change your perception? Does that make him a high major in your mind, or I mean, I kind of view him as still as like a good mid-major. Yeah, prospect. I, I mean, what, what, I what has say, to happen? On, um, I've, I've seen him on film in a couple games this year on stream, so I haven't seen him in person. Right, but I, that's what I kind of noticed as well is him hitting some contested jumpers or getting to a spot and, and pulling up and hitting shots, um, which I liked. It looked like he had some. You know, skill, I, I just think – I think – and I don't know this, I guess, 100%, but I would think that more coaches would need to see him um, playing, you know, in, in a in, in where the competition is a little bit, you know, higher. Maybe that's the AAU circuit. You know, I think he's playing with Eric Gordon. Yeah. Um, and but, I saw him against Park Tudor, the regular season yeah. game. And But but as good – but it wasn't like – they have Jermaine Coleman, but it wasn't like Jermaine Coleman was guarding him. Yeah. And and they have good defenders, but they don't have lockdown D1 caliber 
kids defensively. Right. I don't know how many kids in on you know, there I mean I'll pick on Carmel. There wouldn't be anybody at Carmel who could guard into that level either. I mean, you know, he would have depending on what they wanted to do with the matchup, they could put you know, a healthy Jake Griffin. A healthy Jake Griffin is one of Carmel's better defenders, but he's not a D1 kid. He's just a he's just a very uh, an above average defender who super disciplined defensively. You know, and that would be an interesting matchup. I I don't even know that Park Tudor's guards were that, and I did not see the sectional game, which of course Park Tudor won. I just think that I would. I was assuming that high majors would probably need to see him more. Like he, like I said, he had a good fall league, good school year. You know, playing at a two A level, which they scheduled up. You know, a little bit. So there's they, you know, they did schedule up. And let's be clear know, on something with the fall league. Some everybody, I assume if you're listening to this, you know. But just in case, D one coaches can't come to to those games. They're they're not during a period when they can come. NAIA schools can come and, and there's, you know, a dozen or so of those division three schools can come and, and there's, you know, a handful of those. Um, but division one schools can't come division two schools can come, which it's, it's either the first two weeks or the last two weeks. I think I'd know, right. I think it's the first two weeks, but, sure. um, but go on with your point. I, I just, I wanted to make that clear because Obviously, even if he played his butt off in the, in the fall league, Division One schools wouldn't be able to see it. So, yeah, and and yeah, I would just assume like their schedule, like you said, that the two A schedule they played up, so it obviously wasn't an easy schedule for them. But I would assume high majors would probably just need to see some more consistent play, you know, into the summer and then even the next year maybe, or maybe just the summer. But that's what something I was talking to somebody about Kellen Pickett yeah, at the state finals. Like I think. Kellen Pickett got a nice red circle around his name for IU. And I, I think, you know, if they keep stacking those up, eventually that could lead to an offer. I just think they just got to see more of them, you know, playing on a high level, playing on a high level this this summer in AAU. I think he's going to be playing on the EYBL circuit. Um, so I think they would probably just need to see a couple more of those circles around his name before they pull an offer, something like that. So, Yeah, if I was Ball State and Indiana State, those two schools that were there, Although Indiana State's head coach wasn't there, I, I'm not entirely sure how Pickett gets out the building without an offer. Yeah, from, from those schools. schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, if nothing else, the job he did on Hart. Would he have 19 points? Do he have double double? Or do nine he have rebounds? Nine re. Uh, yeah, so nine rebounds, 19 points, nine rebounds. Damn near shut down hard. Yeah, second half effort defensively, man. It's impressive. Hit a three. Definitely hit a three. Did he hit multiple threes? Not sure on that. You think he did? I think he might hit two. Handled the ball in transition. I mean, just uh, to me, to me, he was he was damn near the best player of the day. I know if we'd have done our normal stuff versus just talking about the four games where we should have asked who was your best player of the day, that had been him. For me. Yeah, he, at he least at least performance wise. Yeah. I mean, I guess it had been him or Dowdy. I mean, I and I know Badunga had great stats, 
Um, I would have I would have went Zane just the degree of just, difficulty, even though yeah, that's fair. You know, he's guard he's guarding Hart, but just you know scoring it on Badunga and then Badunga having nine points when he's on the bench, you know half basically half of his points when he's out. That's just yeah. you know that's degree yeah, of difficulty, man. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong yeah. saying that. But yeah, I mean, but I kind of knew that was a chance going in. You know, you, you kind of knew that – I don't know that I thought Zane would, you know, hook over – you know, hook, you know multiple <laughs> hook shot. I mean, I knew Zane would get his points. I don't know that I was expecting this from Pickett. Yeah. Especially the defensive piece of this. So, any of those other offers stand out? I mean, there's – I mean, well, I guess well, that, I Desmond Briscoe uh... – go for it. Well, and also, if you want to, can oh, never mind. I was, I was, I, uh, I was thinking he only sent over part of that on the text, but I had to scroll over to see actually their actual names. But uh, I see it now. But um, I was going to add that Jesse Ferris committed to Franklin as well. Yeah, he did. We and there's another. I think there's another one we missed too. Hold on a second. Yeah, Jesse Ferris, senior forward from Franklin, committed. Um, hold on a second. Where uh, I thought there was another commit this week. I can't shoot. Now we're going to be too far down, probably. Well, we'll get we'll get we'll get it figured out. Zach will have it. Right now, Twitter's all a buzz about Caitlin Clark's trash talking. <laughs> and my, I guess my reply would be stop her. Then was it her trash talking, or was it the girl trash talking her? No, her it's definitely definitely her trash talking. But then, I guess Angel Reese followed yeah. her around after the game. Yeah, with a, with a ring on her finger, and and that's that's fine. Um, I you know I don't. Did Jordan Green committed to? Didn't he commit? Did he from Northside? I thought he committed. Maybe he didn't. It says he's got an offer from IU Northwest. I hadn't seen that. I thought he might have. Let me look it up here. He might not have. I know he's been getting offers, and I was happy to see that with him tearing his ACL. Well, we've commented on that. Yeah, we have on him. You know what else we could talk about? It's junior All Star team. Yeah, yeah, just came out this week. Well, let's let's throw out some senior names. We're going to discuss. Let's do this. Let's hold off on the coaching part. Let's go over the junior All Star team, but let's throw out some seniors that are uncommitted. Some top kids that we think need to get recruited more. Um, yeah, I got a healthy list here. I just want to make sure they're You've got a healthy uh, list. Got a healthy list, but I just want to make sure I didn't miss a commitment on one of them. I don't think so, but
know you said two or three, but I'm, I made sure I had a few backups. Didn't know if uh, you know Kyler or Zach could be on and take some of them. Or... Well, yeah, I, I think. Look, I look at it like this. Let's go through this. Here, top uncommitted point guards: Ashton Williamson, AJ Dantzler, Jordan Woods, Keon Miller, Devin Woods, Jamie Hodges, Steglin Sullivan, and and yeah, Deglin. But uh, Woods is committed for football. Devin Woods? No, oh, Jordan. Oh, Woods. Jordan Woods is he? Yeah. Yeah, so Eastern where? Illinois, Eastern Illinois, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did have Devin Woods down. I have Keanu. Zach Miller. is slacking. Zach is slacking off. Get to get on. <laughs> I have most of those names that he just mentioned. There goes half my list. Well, we oh, said no. Dejon, Dejon Craig is a Dejon Craig. Point, yeah. Point guard. Uncommitted. Yeah. I mean, if 2023 had anything, it was a lot of point guards. Right. And a lot of point guards who were pretty similar in that they were completely under-recruited. I think Dancer is just different out of that group because he's a shot maker. He can really make shots. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like his... I like his game a lot. Um, and it'd be interesting to see what, 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 you know, what, where he ends up. I don't know if, you know, taking an, a post-grad year or something like that, or, you know, if he could, cause I think he could play at a division one level. He's the one kid that, well, yeah, I, I, I agree. He's the one kid that I think should do that because yeah, he was I think this is the longest. Yeah. This is the longest he's gone without being injured. Right. Knock on on wood. I don't know if that came through or not like that, but I heard a knock on the microphone. He's the one kid that could do it. I don't know that a post-grad year would help these other guys. Ashton Williamson, perhaps. You know, I don't know. Obviously, Valparaiso's changed staff. I don't know what the situation was with his offers from Tennessee State and New Orleans. Um. If just inactivity caused them to kind of go different directions, but he's got what pretty much everything you'd want outside of a real consistent jumper. Yeah, he's super a, super quick, good break passer, and a and a willing and able defender. Yeah. I think Woods just got an offer, right? We had now. Yeah, we've got Jamie. We got Devin stuff. Are you Kokomo? Yeah, I mean, we didn't go down all the all the recent offers because there's just a lot of them over the last month. I think we're kind of covering that with this. Right. And I just saw that I have Will Jameson as a 2023. How about that? 24. Yep. So yeah, I think that well, is. I like. I like Woods, and I love. I watched a couple of his games in the tournament. He is just he's he's a little bit smaller. I think that's kind of maybe, you know, maybe his size has size is an issue. I I would I would say too. 
um, where he he is a mid range specialist at about five foot in. Yeah. He he definitely can hit threes. I don't know that I've seen him yet shoot it. Like if somebody goes underneath the ball screen, is he hitting? Is he shooting that shot? I don't I don't know yet. Um, yeah, but yeah, size is is definitely an issue there, especially if you're talking about lower D ones or D twos. Yeah, you know, and and really only of late is he starting to get NAI offers. I, I just think he's a natural kid at that level. Jamie Hodges has always been kind of a go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I need we need Zach on to like I guess he, like you said Hodges or yeah even Sullivan you know at Mary Mishawaka Marion. Um, I think Sullivan's and a lot of it is hurt because they don't they they're in a zone the whole time. Yeah, who can he guard? I mean, what right. at what level can he guard? That's the that's the thing. Um, and what's his vision like when he's pressured? That's the other thing. And I think when he's pressured, I've, the ball really sticks with him. Yeah. I've had some D3 coaches tell me that they've reached out, but I don't think he was too interested in, in that type of level. So, Yeah, and that's that's the kind of stuff that has to stop happening because, I mean, I get it. It's your it's your version of believing in yourself and, and taking a chance on yourself and – you know, obviously, we see instances of that at, at the professional level, and of course, we read all the nice things that happen to the you know to the guys that where it pays off, but then we don't read much about the dudes that where it doesn't pay off. There's probably a higher percentage of those dudes for sure. There, there are, yeah, and and look, I I, I get you want to go to a big school, you want to be a walk on. Um, I, you want the experience. I I guess if you depending on for me, I'd want to know what your post college goals are. You know, if like I had a kid, I coached Johnny Jager from Bloomington South and he went to Wabash and he had a great freshman year. And he was, he was, I mean, I assume he's their best player. He definitely was one of their best scorers as a freshman. And then he committed, then he transferred to Indiana to be a walk-on. And so the question was, is why'd you do that? And he said, well, I want to coach. Well, now he's not a coach. <laughs> so... Now he's a Bloomington South kid, so that's maybe a little bit of a different version. You know, you're going home and that and at it. And I've not talked to him about this, but I he was he was at state finals game. Um, he was hanging out with with Coach Walsh from Indiana. So I don't know if he's yeah. still with them or not, but or what what the status is there now. I guess I could search. Um Jordan Holes is is it there with IU, right? Uh, yeah, Mountain South kid. Um. So if your you idea like is to be in good with the program, I get it, but I, I'd want to play. Yeah. Guess it depends on the kid. As a kid that got cut. As, yeah. As a kid that got cut a lot in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um.
Yeah, I mean, he's not on. The, yeah, he's not on their staff anymore. But he was there with with Brian Walsh at the state finals game. Now I'm sure if they had an opening and he would be interested in it, he would be he'd be able to walk into that position, especially if it was one of the lower lower level ones. But you know, you, you could get a Wabash degree and do anything with that in in life. Yeah. You know, and I'm not I'm definitely not being critical of it. It's just I'd want to play. I, I that's a lot of work to not play. You know. Yeah. That that's a lot of work to not play. If I'm Deaglin Sullivan, I want to go somewhere where I'm gonna play. Um but I, I think there's some real questions as to what he can guard. I, I I would I would bet I would bet the value of my house that he is a willing defender. You know, that yeah. he would that he would bust it no matter what. So I you know if I'm if I'm Holy Cross, <clears throat> Coach McBride, I'm I'm making the short walk over to Marion. Covering my bases and making sure that you know he's not interested in doing something like that. That's interesting to see what hap- what will happen there for sure. Briscoe, Desmond Briscoe, getting the Iowa offer. I like that. I, you know, he, his future is his future is at a is a four. Yeah. Six seven. You know, I, I mean. Maybe he still grows some more, and that changes a little bit. Um, he's been he's facing up though, you know, catching in the he is, he definitely yeah definitely was face up doing not, that not against North Central. Yeah, not afraid doing to pull up and Central. shoot it. And and I've seen some uh, been rewatching some of these games lately. I didn't get to watch uh, like sectional games and some of those regional stuff. And he's he's made some defensive plays as well. Got. Got Xavier Booker on a really impressive play where I think Tibbs drove and he kind of got out of position and and he Tibbs just dumped it right down to Booker and he went up quick and Briscoe was able to turn, recover, and go up and, and block it off the glass, which was really impressive. So I haven't really paid much attention to him defensively, but that play was really impressive. So you know if he's um, active like that, you know. He's active. He is active like that. He is. He yeah. is definitely active like that. It's you know you can see his. He'll improve his feet, how quick he, you know how quick they are. But he's definitely yeah he's, he's got a good motor defensively. All right, the junior all star team. Do you have that loaded up, or do we need to? I can find it pretty quick. Yeah. Meet the junior all-star team. This is Kyle Ned Rip story in the star. Yeah. Get on there. Which I pay, which I pay subscribe to. So the core group is Jack Benner, Flory Badunga, Cannon Catchings, Micah Davis, Tyler Parrish, KJ Windham. Then the red group, this is no longer based on geography. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. No, it's not. Definitely not. The red group, Sabian Kane from University, Cameron Kasky from Pike, Josiah Dunham from Evansville Central, Teray Howe from Evansville Bossy, Ron Rutland, the third from Attics, Justin Sims from Chesterton, the blue group, 
By the way, the red group plays in the June 4th game versus the Kentucky Juniors. The blue group plays the June 7th game against the Indiana All-Stars. I'm not sure what the difference there is. But the blue group is Isaac Andrews, Trey Buchanan, Aaron Fine, Bronte Johnson, Jalen Johnson from Portage, and Javon Lewis from Fort Wayne Wayne. Is that three kids from Fort Wayne? Um, no, two, two, two. Two, yeah. A Johnny Washington would have been another candidate, but he didn't make it. I thought there was – I saw it. Um, any any anybody should have made it that didn't. Um, I mean, we're I gonna play that game. I mean, I would say there's a couple guys who could have made, like Kobe Bulls. I think he's Elliot. a guy who, yeah, who could have made the list. I think there were some other ones. I didn't know we were going over this, so I think I had a yeah, that's I think fair. I had a couple couple other ones. Um. Trying to find where I think we talked about it a little bit somewhere, but I can't think of who it was or there's a couple guys. I mean, we're not super high on the class of 2024 as a whole. <laughs> Correct, yeah. I mean, I, I guess my problem with Micah Davis's situation is – Teams is a losing record. Right. And I think we've touched on this with, with Roosevelt or with Roosevelt Colvin, with Miles Colvin. And, you know, maybe his translation in the college, you know, maybe when it comes to, you know, what type of, what type of, how's the vote, Mr. Basketball voting going to go? You know, winning, winning should matter. You know, and at the end of the day, team goes ten and fourteen or whatever their whatever their record was. If they, you know, I don't know if they how they if they won a game in sectional or not. Um, yeah, I think I'm, they did. I'm looking it up right now just to kind of give credence. But I mean, they no, they lost. They were ten and fourteen this year. Ten and thirteen during the regular season. Well, they lost first round. Yeah, they lost the first round. And you could make a point that individually none of these games would be bad would be necessarily bad losses on the surface. At Jennings County, at Columbus North, versus Plainfield, Warren Central, at Southport, Center New Grove, Pal. Yeah. New Pal, Mooresville. I mean, but if you're that guy, you you got to lead, you know, you got to be that guy, you know, and, and they lost by 35 points to center Grove. They lost by 30 points to Southport. They lost by 31 points to Warren central. I'm sorry, 21 points to Warren central. Um, 26 points to Jennings County. You know, again, those are good. Those are good games, but, Gotta be more competitive. I mean, I've coached kids that were on school teams where 
they were by far the guy. And it didn't go like that. And that's, you know, that might be the difference between that kid being a high major, you know, and maybe Micah Davis isn't a high major. And I'm going to get to the, the years here in question so I can tell you what I'm going, what I'm thinking about. I mean, Dominic James was a four-year starter at Richmond. They went 16 and 7. They went 10 and 12. They went 16 and 6. And they went his junior year, and they went 18 and 4 his senior year. Keep in mind that was with the NCC still being stacked. Muncie Central getting the back-to-back -back state championship games. Anderson being ranked number one for much of his junior year. Dejavon Sawyer Davis. Dejavon Sawyer Brown. Sawyer Brown. Sorry, Sawyer Davis is a um, singer. Uh, Dejavon Sawyer Brown. Um, damn, Anderson Highland was still a high school then. Holy cow. That was when Newcastle was still really good. You know, when they were they were pumping out, you know, they were pumping out kids going to Butler. You know, the 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 Jordan Hans or the Zach Hans and the and the Chase the Gauls. That's when they won a three A state championship. So the NCC was still the NCC. Marion was was cranking out stuff back then. His one stumbling block was his junior year, his sophomore year. They had just graduated a bunch of seniors, and they went 10 and 12 his sophomore year. Um, probably their one bad loss was to Greenfield Central. They lost to Arlington with Deontay Vaughn. Deontay Vaughn played at Cincinnati. I don't remember what those Anderson Highland teams were like, but – It just it seemed like with Franklin, man, they, they finished under 500 last year, but then they went on that run. Right. In the sectional to the regional, they won the first game of the regional. I think they beat um, Floyd Central, and then they wow. lost in the regional final. But then you think guys coming back, they, you know, this is a year they could really – Oh, everybody you know, came back. Yeah, make a jump or definitely finish above 500, and it just kind of was like the same same type of season. I mean, their one big change last year was they put the senior on – They I, and I didn't know who the kid was. I didn't know much about him, but they put the senior kid on the bench and brought him off the bench, and they started all underclassmen. And, you know, and that they did that mid-year, and they started – you know, they started looking a lot better. And he actually – and he performed well coming off the bench. So it was like, right. you know, just sort of reshuffling a deck and maybe – in that instance, sort of saying it without saying it, this is Micah's team and we're going to go as he goes. And as long as everybody else is playing, and they have other kids that can score. I mean, Dylan Beverly's a really nice, versatile kid. He's going to go down as possibly go down as a kid that was under recruited. Tell you what I think of Dylan Beverly. I tried to get him. He reminds me of Aaron Thomas, who played at Northrop. A kid who could guard a lot of people. 
and he was probably more skilled off. He's definitely more skilled offensively than AT. Than AT. <laughs> Aaron once rolled a pass during a game. And his excuse for not getting his butt chewed was, well, it went through. He's rolled it. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I don't know. I, you know, but this junior class is, it's, it's, um, it's obviously been bolstered by Badunga. Yeah, top heavy. Yeah, coming in. Obviously, catchings and and Benter. Um, you know, both both showing out that that Purdue taking a chance on them early was was a wise decision. I think Tyler Parrish probably made some strides this year that I didn't anticipate. Yeah, he had a really good year. Um. And look, Micah's Micah's good. I mean, he's talented, and you know, maybe he needs to learn how to be a better floor general. Um, you know, and and you know, learn how to win. You know, learn how to win games. That I mean, that is a thing. You know, you talk to coaches at the highest level, college and up, learning how to win games is 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 it's getting over the hump. But he's a junior now. Definitely matters. It should. You know, and if you make it a hard line, you you gotta have a winning record to get on this thing. I'm trying to go through and see who the biggest quote snub was, but it's just so hard. Yeah, I need to get that 24 class up, but yeah, I agree with you. I think Will Jamison had probably had a case to be on the team from Homestead. Yeah. And, and you know, guess what? They won a lot of games. Right. They won a lot of games, and, losing a lot of seniors. And they – Almost got so they got beat on the last second shot by Wayne to get to regional. So they're right there. And this isn't us picking on one kid. We, we've we've talked about this at length. We talked about this. I've railed on it during the top for the top one hundred last year. We had a team with two wins <laughs> get two kids in the top one hundred. That was ridiculous. And sure, they're trying to be fine players, and and they made a, a lot of improvement this year. Talking about Carol, yeah. In Fort Wayne. You know, but they were what, 500 this year? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Uh, they were, were they they better were 12 than and 10. Then. 12 and 10. So end. a little bit, yeah, a little bit under 500. And they got 30, they got 30 balled in the sectional by a Fort Wayne North team that's injured. <laughs> and that was, that was, man, I'm still trying to figure that one out. And Franklin's losses are a hell of a lot more impressive than Carol's. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. The end of, well, the, the back, that, the back that end of that Carol schedule. 
that specific game we're talking about though against Northside. I mean, they just beat Northside a few weeks before that and yeah. lose by thirty. I guess I'm looking up there, and I, you know, Fort Wayne Wayne wins the sack, so I, they got to give them credit. Fishers, Pitt, yeah, they, oh yeah, they got they played, yeah, they, those are those are good teams. losses. Those are good yeah. losses. Carmel, North Central, Car- yeah, Carmel's decent, yeah, they're okay, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, there's not get, too many. Try snubs, to get through. Man. Try to get through a whole podcast without talking about it. <laughs> it's not possible. It's um, not possible. I'm literally Bill Simmons with the Celtics. <laughs> Yeah, there's not there's not too many guys you can be like, oh, they should have. I mean, it's just like you said, twenty four is kind of. Uh, there's a couple kids that didn't make it because of other things, but true. But uh, I mean, I guess yeah, I mean, certainly could say Johnny Washington from Concordia, you know. But he, you know, his number wise, number wise, he did, you know, stat wise, he took a step back this year. So then his sophomore year, so. And they now, didn't get he, out of sectional. Has he transferred to New to, Haven? Uh, that's what I've. I guess that's not one hundred and twenty percent confirmed, but there's been talks about that. So, but that's what I I, I got a message about that this week, and then I did see a couple things on Twitter, but it doesn't seem to be like it's one hundred percent confirmed. Well, we for the record, we messed with transfers in June. Yeah, usually around the when the different leagues start up. Right. Who's better? Well, you probably haven't seen a whole lot of Teray Howe. Teray Howe, Javon Lewis. Who's better? Man, that's a good that's a good comparison. Both are undersized guards. I know, right? Man, what Teray had? What twenty some twenty three a game this year? Yeah, I've got them right next to each other right now. Yeah, that's man, that's. I got tough. a nod. I got a little bit of a nod to Hal, but yeah, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, Lewis had a really good year. Yeah, they both um, both, both did. Yeah. Is Hal five um, eight? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Um. Lewis shot forty four percent from three. That's it's pretty doing good. It. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have a huge, huge issues with with this list. I mean, I think we we would probably have some other decisions if it were up to us. You know that the core group is voted on pretty much based on all state voting. So sometimes it's out of people's hands and, and, but it's, it's at least that it's an objective process that the, but the other 12 guys are not, it's a, it's a smoke filled room, people doing favors for each other and, and other, but also coaches speaking up on behalf of people, of players in their area. You know, if it's a group, if it's an age group of a team that I have, I'm texting people that I know are going to be in that meeting telling them to support kids from other parts of the state. Because if you got support from coaches in other parts of the state, then odds are you're going to get on this list. You know, if it, if it's tight, you know, if it's close. Um, is, is the red and blue group, it's not split up with, with location North and no, South. Not, it's just... not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. 
Okay, got it. No, they the Elkhart Truth didn't like the geography issue of it, so they they went away with that. Couldn't handle it. Too complicated. Nice. <laughs> they just wanted everybody north of US twenty to be on the north. Everybody else was on the south. The wrestling state finals are in Evansville. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Um, all right. What, what was the other thing we were going to talk? Oh, we we talked. We didn't really get to dig too deep into the senior part, right? Not I don't too think deep. We, we talk about the point guards, you think? Yeah, I don't think we got to go huge in depth. I mean, look, we're looking at shooting guard wise. Um, come on, my my website's not going to work now. Okay, that makes sense. I got a couple guys on my list that could fall into that shooting guard category. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to name off guys that haven't committed yet. And I know we get college coaches that listen and, you know, they, they should be calling on, on some of these guys, you know, Amir Carson, and we can, we can talk more about some of these guys, Amir Carson, Kamari Slaughter, DJ Moss. Did he commit? Moss. Hadn't seen that yet. Maybe he just got an offer. Probably, I think that's my like a JUCO offer or something. Aiden Smith, I'm sorry, Aiden Franks, Casey Kalen at Providence, AJ Dunn, Cooper Horn. Uh, a lot of Kalen. Diallo definitely needs to be on there. Uh, I don't have him at the two. I've got him at the three. Okay, Poops has him at the two. I see. Yeah, well, Kyron Kapuiki. Um, yeah, Kyron, I had him at the point. I mean, there's some guys, I'm not sure we. It's Logan Webb, a uh, shooting guard. Top one. I think he's more of a three. Okay. Sincere Germany. More of a three. I think Germany is. Yeah, defensively and what so what what levels Carson? Oh man. That's tough. Um Take a lot of take a lot of flack on him, because. Well, let's say let's like this. That's not fair. A lot of flack comes out of Anderson. About why does you know why aren't more people talk about him? Why. And. You know, and then you go watch him play. And. 
you see the struggle that bowling coach bowling has in corralling him in a game. Just keeping him focused, you know, keeping him disciplined with things like shot selection, making the easy play. I mean, Amari's like Dave Kingman of high school basketball right now. He's everything's a home run swing with him. You know, and he can make great plays, but then he can also, you know, he can also take a lot of possessions off defensively, especially. I was going to say, I think, yeah, he can definitely fill it up, put up some big numbers, but I, I haven't seen him enough to know, but it seems like he's a guy, can he play off the ball type of thing? Seems like the ball's in his hands a lot. The ball's in his hands a lot and it sticks. Yeah. And, and I'm sure he gets a lot of assists a game, but there's a lot of times where he will only pass the ball if it leads to a shot. He so is what, not, you know, he doesn't he does seem like he'll play at a D1 level and do those type of things where it's just kind of everything, you know, around him. And doesn't seem like that would happen at a D1 level. It's a lot like Reggie Bass. The ball never moves through him. You know, where a kid like Kamari Slaughter, you can do things through him because he knows he can, you know, he knows the play isn't always for him. Now, he doesn't shoot it as well as Amir Carson. Right. And Carson's got good range, but Carson doesn't have the range he thinks he has. <laughs> I mean, he's out there. It Film on him's got to be difficult. You just got to really think that you know, he's out. It's kind of it's almost like a James Harden offense, you know? Right. But there's a lot of numbers at that. There's a lot of numbers that have suggested that that James Harden is extremely good in that system. Now, we can. it doesn't win playoff games. It, it didn't, period. Just didn't. And James Harden had some pretty miserable playoff performances when it mattered the most. Um, but when the ball sticks in your hand like that, and the only time you're passing is when other people are going to get shots, like you're not moving it just to move it. Like I love how cathedrals out there can run stuff and Kamari just fits right in. Right. And then there's stretches where Kamari just goes and scores. And when he gets downhill, he's a load. He finishes really well with his left hand. I think he prefers to do that. Yeah. From what I've seen on him. He's a load, though, man. He's physically put together. You know, I've got Kamari here at the two because I, I do question his ball handling at higher levels. And, and I saw some chinks in the armor defensively this year that maybe I hadn't seen before. Um, but 
I think the defensive stuff irons itself out. I, the, I think the ball handling can certainly improve. And I guess I also thought him moving to Cathedral that there was a good chance that he would play without the basketball quite a bit. Now, if you want a shooter, you know, and you're, you know, you got to look at Aiden Franks. And I'm wondering why he doesn't have some more NAI offers. What's 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 on his offer list? Right now I've got I think I've seen something recently that maybe has changed that. IU Southeast, Trine, and Wabash. That's what I'm seeing as well. Let's see. What's IU Southeast level? NAIA. Yeah. And they've been good. Another Another high caliber NAI school in Indiana. Go figure. New Albany, huh? Yeah. No, none of the offers have been recent, but I think I saw something recently. Um, Let's see. Loads up Twitter. Uh, let's see what this say. He might have committed the Wabat. No, wait, that's a W for Wapahani. Yeah, be careful with that now. I just says I think he just put something out, unsigned senior. Yeah, okay. Size may be an issue with him. Not, I mean, he's grown, but he he just hasn't gotten thicker. But he's the best shooter available. Carson's probably the best scorer available. Casey Kalen had a rough year. He spent mu- he spent much of it injured. You know, you would have liked to have seen for his sake. Providence, you know, get out of the sectional, but that sectional was brutal. That was the Brownstown, Eastern Pekin, Providence. Was Sullivan in that one? I thought they were. That'd have been a rough one. That'd have been. That's a long drive for them. That's the other. That's the other side of the state. Maybe it wasn't them then. Um, Hold on a second. Let's let's check it out. Lost to South Knox, Sullivan. So I don't think that so was. So that's that not sectional. the same sectional. No, there's no. sectional. Uh, Southwestern Hanover was the other really good team. Although I wasn't super impressed when I watched them play. Um, South Ripley. I didn't see a lot of offensive cohesion. They must have had a bad day defensively. Because they just look completely disjointed defensively. And Cole Henry eviscerated him. Kyler's Kyler's guy. <laughs> um 
Small forwards. Oh, shoot, don't do that. Come on. Small forwards. Now we're getting the couple of guys you named earlier. Joey, well, Joey Brown's uncommitted. Spencer White from Carmel. Joey Brown from North Central. Spencer White from Carmel. Laj Diallo from Brownsburg. Jaden Pinkston, Southport, Peyton Bledsoe, Lagodi, Caleb Washington, Floyd Snobs, Ian Stevens, New Pal. You get down local to you. Jordan Green likely isn't committed yet. Nate Metallic or Metallic or Metallic. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's kind of like the Kakalia thing. Um, I think he just committed the Wabash. J.J. Morris is un, is uncommitted. Um, let's see. I don't think I had any threes besides Diallo on my list. I assume we were saying Jalen Hooks is a four. Yes. Metallic has Wabash on his Twitter profile, so I'm going to say assume that what I saw, that's the one I think I saw was him committing. When I said earlier, I saw one. Right. Bledsoe will be interesting to track. You know, again with him, I think there's some questions defensively. And I know he handles the ball a lot for Lagodi, but I don't see him doing that a ton in college. I mean, we don't have him for any offers. That can't be right. Yeah, it seems like he'd have some D3 stuff. You'd think. Diallo's recently added a Marion and St. Francis offer. He had an Anderson offer earlier. I really like Diallo, man. I don't know if it's every time I watch him, but man, he that's part of the reason I think, you know, like we talked about, was it last week, where everyone's like Brownsburg's the team this next year. And I just I think they're definitely one of the favorites, but I just think that you know, not having him. Obviously, they got poor Raff, who had a good year, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if – obviously, they got a bevy of what junior going to be – you know, juniors right now going to be seniors, but I mean – Well, I think they, you'll see – I think you'll see catching to be more consistent. Yeah. For sure. I mean, He's going to be the dude for sure. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I, that's going to be – I just think losing Diallo because Diallo sometimes was, the, was their best player, you know, some games – and obviously, mostly a lot of games, he was their second best player. But he's a heck of a player, man. He's brings that physicality, athleticism. Uh, you know, games I've seen him, he shot pretty well. You know, from three, but even you know, in the mid range as well. There's stretches uh, in the games where he just disappears. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's impacted. And again, a lot of these kids. I mean, let's let's look at something here real quick.
you know, a lot of these kids were in situations. Well, all these guys were in situations where they were behind the eight ball in terms of recruiting because of COVID. And so that's, so that's impacting, excuse me, that's impacting the perception of some of these guys. And, and, you know, sometimes you wonder too, look, those offers you're wanting aren't coming. How, mo- you know, does that impact your motivation? Does that impact your, your persistence? I, there, there just were some games where, you know, Diallo would, he just would struggle to, to really keep going. And he's got to, constantly have that motor and I don't know that it was um, and a lot of that too was just in the summers you know and you, you don't know if that was I know the teams he played on He there wasn't a whole lot of size he played with Kyle Guy he did well. Well, he played with us for two years. Second year, it was under Kyle Guy's name. Yeah, yeah. Our second team. And I'll be, you know, I'll be honest. The only reason why we didn't ask him to play for us is because we had a lot of wings. Because I think it was the strength of our team. You know, was our wing our wing position. You know, we added last year. We added Gavin Welch from Newcastle, and I, I think that's was the better play. But there's there's never a moment where you wonder about Gavin's focus and intent on the court. Now that he's a lot more consistent during the school season. But you know, they had a lot, you know, they had coached at their games because you know he played with Kay Brenner. So he had people watching. That's right. Kay's right. never bashful. And Cade's biggest problem was he didn't get to play with any big men. I'm I'm always convinced that a kid like Cade is is better for playing with a legitimate big man. Power forwards, we're looking at hooks. Um you got Romac as a four? I do. Romac. Alex Romac from Westfield. Nickens Lima from Southport. Anthony Ball from Decatur Central. Um, you think Lumba can go be a four in college? Yeah, that was the discussion we had the other day. You and I did off the air, kind of. I mean, he's... Yeah. 
I mean, he's got all the physical attributes that he needs. He, oh, I mean, yeah. he's not going to be a, he's not going to be a stretch for. He's going to be a, you know, you'd have to pair him with a five who who was who could score. But I think he could guard. I think he could be versatile for you defensively. I think he could. He gets caught in a switch. He's not going to embarrass you. He he can hedge and blitz and you know any any type of ball screen coverage you want to do um i think he could be really good in the crossroads um yeah but i don't know that's what he wants to do yeah And we don't know what his situation is. You know, I mean, English isn't his first language. So it's a question of, you know, there's just still some more academic work that needs to be done. I mean, he doesn't, he just doesn't have any offers, really. You would kind of compare him to, to Ball, right? Anthony Ball, both physically yeah. Yeah. gifted and active and about the same size. Ball and, has a little more skill, but not all of that translates to college. Right, yeah, I think both of them would be the what's lacking is just more you know, the skill, I would say. Just being able to score the ball from different parts of the floor for both of them. But, yeah, both of them are defensively there, rebound, blocks, you know, athletic. Um, I don't know, was, does Ball have anything going? I mean, we, don't, we have him for no offers. Yeah. You know, Romack was brilliant against Carmel. Pretty good against Noblesville. They lost that game. Um, and, and his thing is, is I went like on a big tweet storm about him, and all of a sudden I got messages from coaches. He needs to call people back. You know, this this is the business part. This is the work of it. The work of it is the networking side of it. And you've, you've got to be, even if you think you don't like the school or you don't think you like the level, you've, you've got to put in the work. And that, that is just maintaining communication. And for some kids, they, if they're the personality type, if they're a certain personality type, then maybe that's difficult for them. He seems like a pretty quiet kid. You know, and if he's one of those guys that <laughs> I've had, so, I had friends like this that, you know, they always lock themselves in the room to do their schoolwork. Of course, that was before cell phones. If he's one of those guys that needs to lock himself into his room to do his schoolwork, well, maybe he doesn't, that doesn't leave him with a lot of time to do other things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speculating as to why he's, you know, you just, you got to, you got to call people back. You got to, you got to keep, play the game, man. I love his vision, though, on the court. That's a four. I yeah, I just love his motor. I, you know, he doesn't shoot the ball well yet with the range, and I know that's impacting his recruiting. But I, I look at his mechanics and don't think that's too far of a stretch for him to get there. You know, Ibrahim Diakate and, and 
Joe and Nan are both playing AAU this year. They're both probably going to do a post-grad year. Um, but I can also see Anon getting into June and liking some of these more local local options that he's got because I'm going to gather he doesn't go too far from home. Ibram, I'm I, jury's out on him. We're like on that note, if you you know where he likes to go, he's already gone away for prep school so, for a year. Who was that? Sorry, Ibram Diakate, who was at Indianapolis Metropolitan this year. Gotcha. Pike kid that transferred out to a prep school and then transferred back into Metro. And then centers. Merriweather's going to postgrad. Yeah, he's got to. I thought I saw that's what he was doing. I, you know, I feel bad for him. He, he did the Lawrence North transfer. Yeah, but he's got he had solid offers. So there's see again. I think there's something else at play there. And see there, you just sort of assume there's some academic work he has to do. I think he's playing with George Hill. Yeah. I think a, yeah. They're like all 2025, 2023, and then a 2027 at the 17 level. Now, did, did Grant Leaper commit for football? Yeah, Iowa. <laughs> Tight end. And that worked out. See, football's a weird sport. You cannot play the sport and still play at the next level. Yeah. It's, you, you can't do that in basketball. I mean, I suppose no. you could go to a tryout. And he did have a good senior year, but there's no way in hell you just don't play a sport. You know, there's no way you can just not play basketball and then show up and exactly. You know, unless there was another reason for staying off the floor. You know, like you couldn't be eligible or you had injuries or whatever. But Ref Stevenson just committed to DePaul. That was today. Okay. Um, Josh first uncommitted. Mariel Dipper from. Deperve, I can't, I, the emphasis, the emphasis on the syllable. Mariel <laughs> Deperve from Rock Creek is uncommitted, six, seven footer, six eleven. <laughs> Depending on his posture, it's kind of an inside joke. Um, he had a good year, but he didn't see his scoring go up. You know, and then guys like, you know, Tyler Horton's got some D3 offers. Gavin Wilsley at Bloomington South has some D3 offers. He's got a Goshen offer as well. A Horton commit? Uh, he might have. thought he was getting a lot of traction at one point from a lot of D3s. Yeah, he started the year out injured. Committed. Wabash. Yeah. Just saw that. There we go. That was only two months ago. <laughs> yeah, we missed that. Well, he was injured. I don't 
I don't know that Zach does all this stuff for us. I don't know if he was on Zach's radar. Any of those so so college coach calls you up and says who's the best prospect available in Indiana? What do you tell them? Hmm. I like Dantzler. Yeah. Without thinking without thinking too hard or looking at a list, I you know what we just went over. I would go AJ Dantzler. I think he can play at a Division One level just because, like I said before, he's the one on here that. You know, can can make shots, but also can, you know, handle it. You know, get by his guy. Not he's not just a guy who just spots up in the corner and just shoots, but he can hit shots. He can get by his guy. You know, make moves, create for others. Can, I just and he can like be a primary point. He can be a primary ball handler too. Yeah, yeah. I just I think that's just what separates him over all the point guards you talked about. You know, Ashton Williamson and. Devin Woods, Keon Miller, it's just, you know, Declan Sullivan, just a dude who can play the point, but also he can really make shots from all over the court. So I would go with him. I guess I'm sticking with Jalen Hooks. <laughs> it seems to be seems to be the kid I keep going back to. Yeah, for sure. I, I just I don't know. I've never I kind of I think Zach mentioned it before, but I think he said every time he watches him, he just doesn't do much. And I've seen kind of the same thing. I've seen him play. He's definitely got all the tools. Um, I saw him have two big games early in the year, and I saw him have a really good game against Carmel. Um, okay, his his feet look slow, but I think at, at at the end of it, he's got a lot of skill. He's got a lot of untapped skill. And and I think he's got a chance too to be a good shooter. I mean, Dantzler is more refined, more of the player he's going to be in college. I don't know that Hooks is there, is there? Yeah, yet, which I think makes him just all that much more enticing. Yeah, as a prospect for sure. But then also Merriweather. I just haven't seen him in a while. Watched him play at Charlie Hughes, and I'd seen him play for George Hill last summer. Just obviously haven't seen him since. I like his passing. You can run offense through him. I know he made a big jump from the summer before last. Yeah. A huge jump. Because when I saw him play for George Hill, man, he was making moves in the post. Because it seemed like the year before that, it was like sometimes, I don't know, it just everything wasn't all didn't come full circle for him yet. And then last year, last summer, at least he was catching it really well, good hands, you know, footwork was there being able to score it in the post a little bit and just seemed like everything started clicking for him. Needed to be on a team where they ran offense through their big man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, that he would have been a big I mean, he would have been big time for, for LN. That was kind of something they oh, were kind of yeah, missing the size. Definitely, yeah. With all the little guards they had, he'd been great. Yeah. I mean, he'd been good for anybody. Right. Um, 
Well, we left coaching for another day. We left transfer portal for another day. I think that transfer portal one will be interesting. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of them. But it's good. It gives us something to talk about. We'll get into AAU events next month. Next month. Shit, it's April. Weeks. We'll get into we'll get into AAU. Yeah, we'll get into AAU events next weekend. Probably. If not, then the weekend after that for sure. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not coaching this year. I don't know if I need to issue a press release or what, but and so I'm gonna be going to events just to watch. I won't know what to do. So far, I've been be- fine with not coaching, but we'll see. I've been too busy not to not to let it sink in yet. You're gonna be out and about these AU I'm, events. I'll, I'll definitely. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. I will, I'll be at one every weekend. But in your Indianapolis, or we're talking, we're out of state traveling. Um, we'll figure that out later. I definitely yeah. am going. I mean, not just Indianapolis because I'm definitely going to Fort Wayne. Um. You know, it depends on where. I mean, I'll you know, I can see me being in Milwaukee in July, especially the last event. Um, the NY two LA. Yeah, up there for that. You know, but we're we're fortunate. We got a lot of good, a lot of good. Um, events around here too so not as many shoe events as normal but i don't think there's a i don't think there's a eybl session in indy this year and under armor's not either so yeah but with just a couple of teams just one team from indiana in each or there's right. more than that for under armor it's it's not a great evaluation yeah. period for for us since we just cover indiana teams right and those are the kids that, let's be honest, don't Probably. need as much coverage. Yeah. And let's face it, there ain't a whole lot of Indiana kids on on Indy Heat or Indiana Elite. But I think that has as much to do with the class as a whole as it is anything else. Twenty twenty four is going to be unique. The the three. Best prospects are already committed. And we're and all, having, all in the Hall of Fame tournament, too. And we're having a healthy debate on who number four is. I mean, almost by default, it's Kane. Yeah. I mean, there's just a large group of. I mean, what do I what do I got? I got we got. Fifteen kids in twenty twenty four that we think are projected division one level. Is it that many? Yeah, it's not a lot, I've, but that's what yeah. I've got, yeah. And that's with us probably stretching on a couple of them. Yeah, I think there's some stretching going on just from looking at this list here. For sure, but like you said. Only nine kids on. have only nine kids have offers right now. Division Division One offers that is.
That's low. Really low. Yeah, yeah it is. So does, Co- does Kobe Bulls have an offer? He does. He's got an offer from Bethune Cookman. That's relatively that's right. recent. Yeah, that's what I thought. Rutland has IUPUI and Indianapolis. Dunham has K- one, right? Yep. KJ Wyndham's got Akron IUPUI, Northern Kentucky. Decide Dunham, although Akron, I think they Coach Gross is no longer coaching there, right? I'm not sure. Do coach do coach gross? Can't keep up. Um no, he's still at Akron. I think Tay Tay has an offer, right? Somebody what happened? Some somebody over there lost their job. Yeah, I apologize to Coach Gross for saying that. Tay Tay's got a basketball offer. I think he has like DFW or something. I need to I need to confirm that. We're talking about I mean, Tay Tay. Yeah, I'll see him Wednesday. So, all right. Anything else? Anything? That's it. I think that's it. All right. Well, good job. We'll. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week. It's going to either be transfer portal or we talk about coaching stuff. And if we can't make the transfer portal interesting enough, then maybe we'll do them both. <laughs> Who knows? Right. But we got For a couple sure. weeks. We got a couple weeks. We're at AAU, so we'll have more content then. But this is this was a good 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 discussion. Didn't need to get in depth on a lot of guys, but wanted to get out there some of the top players that. Some of the top seniors who don't have really re- their recruiting figured out yet. But, but all right, Z- Dominique, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yes, sir.